Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Q&A Wednesday. It is, of course, the Coffee Run Live. We are episode number 215. Oh my God, 215. Uh, that's, that's a lot of episodes, I think. That's a lot of live streams. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of sound clouds. It's a lot of listening that you've done. So whether you're brand new to me or whether you've been hanging around for a while, good morning, good morning and welcome. Unless of course you are somewhere else in the world in which it may be evening or nighttime or perhaps even the middle of the night and maybe you can't sleep. And I hope that this is helpful in, well, not that I don't want to put you to sleep, but you know, maybe that would be helpful. So uh, good morning. I hope you're all fantastic. Uh, It's really cold here again today. I feel like all I do at the moment, it's like winter and I feel like all I'm doing is rolling on in in my active wear because it's too freaking cold to wear anything else. It's ridiculous. Although my new jacket is sort of sitting here waiting, check it, waiting for a... um, waiting for a Guernsey. Hey, Catherine, not waiting for a Guernsey, is waiting for a chance to be warm. And I was actually going to do a costume change before jumping on here. And I was like, I just actually can't even take my hoodie off because I will most likely freeze to death before we went live. So that is my little intro while I'm waiting for <laughs> some of you to come and hang out and play. So what I wanted to chat with you about today are some questions that have come up over the last couple of days actually it's been really interesting um it's interesting when you're working with clients and you're talking to them like literally every day and we're talking to each other face to face right so it's not it's uh there's huge value obviously in emailing and messaging and boxering and all of that kind of thing but there's a really interesting thing that happens in terms of acceleration and awareness that happens when you're talking to people on a daily basis because I don't know what you guys find but I know for me when I'm working with a mentor I'm like okay I'm always working with a mentor incidentally but what I'll be like is if something comes up today I'll I'll generally kind of maybe spend a little bit to try and work through it and then maybe the next day or maybe even sometimes the following day if I haven't been able to nut it out I might get in touch with them and just go, you know, talk about what's going on and then I wait on them coming back and, you know, it can take a little bit longer to kind of work through the the kinks really and, and iron out the stuff that's been going on. So what I've really noticed, like we, we've had three calls so far for the 30 day challenge, this, um, the relentless badass thing and you can't join now, it's shut. So this isn't some sneaky little pitch or anything like that. But what did I wanted to you know, share with you guys is what I've noticed about this really tight group of people who are all high achievers. They are all you know, successful in their own right, whether they are brand new to business or whether they've been in business for a long time, whether they're brand new startups, just getting, their, their getting things rolling or whether it's they're building it up while they're still in a job or while they're you know, doing multi seven figures. The thing that's been really interesting has been this kind of like little uh, really good pressure cooker of implementation and and things that they've come through. So some of the insights uh, were really interesting around their to-do lists slash planners and and a lot of the mindset around, um, I guess, like ticking things off. So a common thing with everybody, and maybe you find this as well, 
I've got my planner that sits with me all of the time, like right here at my right hand. And you know, they're the same because they're in my stuff. So they're doing some things similar to me. And what I'm doing is like, I'm kind of like working through stuff. And as I work through, I cross things off. But one of the really interesting things has been around, number one, the number of time that it can take to complete some tasks and therefore getting towards the end of the day going like, oh my gosh, you know, I've still got all of this stuff to do or I didn't realize that that thing was going to take, you know, three hours instead of one and other people have had their days hijacked by other clients or other commitments and things like that that have come through. So I think it's really interesting and one of the suggestions that I've made, you know, because it is only day three, is to work with what's there initially and remembering that we always have permission to make changes. Hey, Bonnie, so you've, you're always able to make changes. You're always able to make a new choice. You're always able to go, you know what? I know at the start of the week I said I was going to do this, but you know, actually I was being a little um, ambitious or a little excited or a little, you know, whatever. Hi, Jordy around, um, you know, the things that I'd kind of set for myself. And then you, you have my permission, not that you need it. It's really the permission from yourself. So I give you permission to give yourself permission around the fact that with new information, it's actually okay to either change your mind, right? That they'll, they'll, or, or make a different choice and a different decision. Now, yes, of course, as with anything, there are consequences, to those, uh, the changing of your mind. So for instance, let's say that I've bought this really great, um, this is not a product placement thing, just <laughs> So this is, this just happens to be the best lip balm on the face of the planet, right? If you ever have really dry lips, uh, I found this, I discovered this in Las Vegas. So I was over there um, every few months for a while. And you know, like the heat is so dry and my skin would always go flaky and my lips would crack. And this agave lip balm is like really freaking awesome. So let's say that I bought it, cause obviously I have, but let's say I bought it and I haven't opened it and it's all pristine and I get home with it or whatever. And I'm like, oh shit. Um, I already have 25 of them sitting in the cupboard. I am gonna go and choose to change my mind and say, go back to Sephora, because you know, Sephora. Go back to Sephora and just say, look, I don't want this anymore. I forgot I had 25 sitting in the cupboard. I've really changed my mind. Now, there might be consequences to you changing your mind. They might say, well, sorry, we don't accept refunds, or there's no refunds on cosmetics, or if it's been opened, you know, we can't do anything different if it's foldy. But there'll be, obviously, like I say, you know, that there's consequences to those choices. Sometimes you might just have to wear it, you know, like not wear the lip balm, although you will because it's awesome. But you might have to just wear the fact that, sorry, we don't do refunds for a change of mind, which actually no one legally needs to give you a refund because you have changed your mind, just FYI. Uh, sometimes they might be gracious enough to do that, but other times not so much. So there might be consequences to you changing your mind and that's okay. But at the end of the day, like if you've committed on your to-do list to do a blog every day, and if you find that you're having to stay up, uh, like getting up at 6 a.m. and then not going to bed until one o'clock and you're getting five hours of sleep that might not actually even be, you know, like really good quality sleep, some people can survive on five hours. 
I am not one of the humans that survives on five hours of sleep. I need a lot. Um, you know, you might decide, look, actually, I was being a little bit ambitious. I'm just going to change that a little bit and I'm going to commit to blogging three times a week or once a week or whatever the heck it is that you choose to do. The big thing that is that no one is looking over your shoulder saying you have to do every single thing on that to-do list, otherwise you're a failure. Otherwise, you're a fraud. Otherwise, you've just gone and broken your commitment to the universe and to yourself and nobody likes anyone that does that. You know, it doesn't actually, even if you're working with me in the 30-day challenge, which I'm not selling, right? I'm just letting you know. If you are a client of mine and we're working through and you're like, oh, Nicola, you know, I said I was going to do this and do this and, and I actually haven't. And we have a conversation about why, you know, what, what is it that's been going on and, you know, let's use the case of like juggling other commitments. And I'm, I'm not going to say to you, wow, you're a really shit human for not being able to tick off your to-do list. You know, who the fuck do you think you are? Maybe you should just go, you know, give it up now. Go quit. You know, it's not going to happen. What will happen is it will go, okay, well, is there a reason for it? And how about we be okay with the fact that we are human? Right, and that you know, we do live in a world where, in my opinion, we can't control what goes on outside of our own field and outside of our own kind of experience, I guess. So, you can't control um, an accident perhaps happening down the road that makes you divert and spend an extra hour in the car. You know, shit happens, stuff happens. So one of the big things in terms of the like this 30-day challenge mindset and stuff like that that I really think that everyone can embrace is, again, as with all of the stuff that I talk about, treat it more like a framework and that you're allowed to make changes, you're allowed to adjust, you're allowed to pivot, you are allowed to change your mind. Just check in and make sure like you're not self-sabotaging, obviously, because that would be a bit of a different a, a bit of a different conversation. But if it is like, you know, if you're just like, you know what, I this is no longer aligned to me, or doing this thing just makes me feel like shit and I can't do it, then okay, great. Let's look at another way that we can work around that. So that's that. Uh, so that's probably the like one of the really big things to come out of this challenge is, is the pressure to get everything on that list done. Now, if you're finding that, what I'd suggest that you do is, is shift some of those things off into other different days. And if you find it's the same thing that you're always kind of resisting or not doing or not bringing to completion, then perhaps it's time to go, hmm, is this really, like, do I really want to do this thing? Is this a nice to have or... You know, do I need to get a little bit more efficient or better with the running of my agenda, running my time, things like that. Uh, one of the tips that I've given some people, um, can't remember if I mentioned it earlier on in the week to you guys or not. I know I sp I've done a lot of live streams this week. Um, I've talked about setting your timer. Go set your timer for half an hour and just go bang and, um, you know, do the thing that you need to do and then go have a quick break and then come back. So today or this week, actually, what I've and maybe over the last week, what I've been practicing is because I'm really good at getting distracted by all of the things, is setting a timer on my watch actually, and uh, there's a it's a it's an app called 
my friend keeps messaging me. Uh, there's an app called Focus and it sets a timer for 25 minutes and then you get a five minute break. So on my watch, I'll set the timer. I shut my phone, like I shut the cover of my phone. I actually shut my computer and that's when I'm journaling. And I've been really good at avoiding slash being busy and not reading. So again, set the timer, focus time, like go and do the thing. So sometimes that can be good while you're building up the discipline and, and while you're doing this stuff. So uh, that's probably some of the really interesting kind of cool things that have come out of the 30 day challenge um, for, for most of the people who are in there. Um, okay. One of the other questions. Oh, that's right. So dealing with one of the other things that's come up actually in terms of, uh, dealing with other people's opinions. So the, one of the things that was raised today that I thought was kind of cool as well that I would help you with, because I think this is something that's reasonably, um, prevalent slash common in the world today is around this topic of what you should do or shouldn't do or what you should be saying or shouldn't saying or whatever. So there's a couple of things. One thing that I read somewhere, I think yesterday, someone was saying that, that who was it? Someone said, oh, maybe you should tone yourself down a little bit. <laughs> I was reading that and I'm like, wait, what? I can't even remember who it was that posted it or where I read it. And I'm like, Oh my God, no, no one should ever be told ever, ever, ever to tone anything down. You can be respectful of an environment, right? So for instance, if I was going to, um, if I was going into school for a parent teacher meeting, which I actually did for the last couple of days, we had parent teacher interviews, perfect interviews, by the way, it's just the, these children, oh my gosh, I don't know where they get their fabulousness from. Uh, so and the teachers are all just like, oh my God, it's, there's such a plot. They don't say, oh my God, because they're both in, uh, like one's in a Catholic school and one's in Lutheran. But they're saying, oh, it's such a pleasure to have your children in our class. Uh, so really happy with that. Parent of the year, coming. <laughs> Got to win at one year at some point, right? But I'm not going to go into school wearing maybe what I might wear down to the beach, for instance. Like I wouldn't roll in in my bikini, for, for example, at a parent-teacher interview. I would be respectful of the environment that I'm going in. Now, it's not because I'm worried about their opinion of me. It's just, you know, I'm mindful of the environment. So, you know, that's one thing. But the other part is like when we're looking at social media and marketing and, you know, everything that we talk about is about growing your visibility in order for you to achieve a payoff, you know, a payoff in terms of clients and revenue and, and a way of being able to leverage the work that you're doing and reach more people and create this legacy and a movement and influence and, you know, all that stuff that you really, really want whatever that looks like for you. Global domination. <laughs> but I guess the thing, like everyone is going to have an opinion. Some people will say, oh, like Nicola, you talk too long. You know, we're at the 16 minute mark. And, and some people will be like, you know, can you just get to the fucking point? Other people are like, I just want to listen to you speak all day. Some people are really happy to go and binge watch everything. Some people don't want to watch it all. Like, each to their own, it, it is okay. My point here is that you don't have to pander or change or adapt your behavior, your communication, your style, your way of showing up, your brilliance, your, uh, your anything 
in order to make someone else feel comfortable. The caveat to that being be respectful of an environment that you are stepping into. Um, and, and just be mindful of that. I think that's just, you know, that's about not being an asshole, right? I think it's just about being mindful and respectful, which I think is a very important value. So people are going to have, give you feedback. Uh, people might question you around your qualifications. So this is this is a topic that I've spoken about a bit, not, not of late, but a bit over the years where no one really, no one really cares how many bachelor degrees you've got. Uh, no one really cares if you are certified in a particular thing. Now, again, the caveat, there's always exceptions, right? Uh, the caveats to all of that is if you're wanting to do brain surgery, then you should probably have a whole bunch of qualifications before you're getting that scalpel anywhere near my head. Um, if you're a psychologist, you know, if you're doing that kind of work where you actually, you know, you're literally working with people at that level, then yeah, have an appropriate qualification. But at the end of the day, you could have the same qualifications as the next person. And it's not the qualification for the most part. It's not the qualification that is going to make people listen to you. It is not the qualification that is going to provide you with credibility. It's not the qualification that's even going to give you the confidence to stand up and own your voice and get yourself out there and talk about the things that are important and connect with your freaking audience because they don't want, they don't really care. The paper means shit for the most part, doesn't mean shit. It means jack shit, it doesn't actually mean anything. Right? No one really cares that I don't have a marketing degree. I don't have a university marketing degree. My husband does, and he's like, Nicola, I don't even understand what you're doing. Like, I don't, it, I don't even get it. It's funny, he was listening to a video, drives me nuts. He was listening to a video on Facebook the other day of uh, someone, another marketing coach, and he's like, listening, he's like, oh, this is really logical. Nicola, have you ever thought about this? And I've just gone, can't be fucking serious, <laughs> babe. Uh, yeah, that's like marketing 101. freaking one. Actually, it's even before marketing 101. Like, you know, are you serious? Like, are you serious right now? He's like, well, I don't know. I was just floating it out there. Maybe it's not something you've thought of. And I'm like, if you're gonna listen to him, maybe you should listen to me. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious. But where I'm going with that is that it doesn't actually necessarily really matter if you're working in a, in a health industry and, you know, you're applying things on, on humans that could create, you know, really bad physical change, then, you know, that's, that's a whole other can of worms. And you guys understand and appreciate that I'm all for certifications slash qualifications in that. But my point being, if you take one person, actually, let's take two people, one has got qualifications, one has got more qualifications, but if this person with more qualifications doesn't resonate with you, let's say that this person uh, is really kind of like smart, uh, full of sarcasm, kind of like sassy or whatever, and then we've got this other person who is just as qualified, but who is really calm and really welcoming and warm and and a bit more softly spoken, you know, kind of gently, gently. And if that's what resonates with you, you're going to choose that person versus the person that's full of wit, sarcasm and um, hilarity, right? It's about the people. 
So in terms of the opinions, the, the, the opinions that people are going to give you are based on their own perceptions of how you should be, of how you should show up, about how you should communicate. When most of the time, the opinions of other people who are throwing in their stuff like this are people who are not your freaking clients. They are not, they are often, uh, they might be a competitor, they might be a peer, you know, the opinions you get from a mentor is a, is a different, is a different um, ball game. But usually they're people who are never going to buy from you. They are people who are, you know, you know, running, essentially running their own agenda for whatever that might be. It might make it, like it might look on the outside that they're suggesting some of these things because it makes their easier for their brain to put you in a box. It makes it easier for their brain to either decide whether they like you or whether they don't. But at the end of the day, the best thing that you can ever, 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 ever do is make sure that you are, like, I kind of like, it's almost like instigating this bulletproof kind of zombie wall, right? So if you imagine that someone's opinion, you can see their opinion coming at you. And then imagine I worked in a bank for years and there used to be, I worked as a teller for at the start of my banking career. And just underneath the um, the counter, you, you pull yourself in with your chair and there was an alarm button. And <laughs> sometimes, a few times, I'd accidentally hit that alarm button and it activates the fly up screens, you know, the, the screens that go like, and then, you know, block all the the clients off from the, the teller area in a, you know, in a hold up situation, that's really great. Um, quarter to five on a Friday night is not good because it takes like half an hour for the screens to degas and go down. And then everyone's like, who did that? And I'm like, mm, that was me. Anyway, so imagine that this zombie wall is like a fly up screen, right? And it's, a, and it's, a, it's, a, it's impenetrable, however you say that word. You cannot get through it. So these zombies, these opinions are kind of like going up and going like, Bleh! and you know, the walking dead, how they've got like all the goo falling out of their face and the skulls are all there. And like some of them have got like bloody stumps for hands. And it's just like, right, you've got that visual and you've now seen me do it. So, and for those of you who are listening on audio, you've got the sound effects. So imagine that these opinions are kind of like just smashing up against that wall. It, that, that wall is completely bulletproof. You can see it coming. So you can just go like, no, bitch, bang, done. You're protected. The other thing with that is that it, it allows you to control what you're allowing into your awareness. So there will be some opinions where you or some people whose opinions you value. But that is like, that's something really that, that, uh, almost needs to be earned, I think, um, in the sense that if you're asking for feedback on something, like that's not just something that you just ask a random person down the street, hey, what do you think about this? They're like, dude, I think that's shit. But they might not even need what you have to offer. So that's that. The dealing with other people's opinions. Do the thing that you feel is right for you. And remember that the credibility that you're wanting to portray out into the world actually comes from in here. It comes from you knowing that what you're saying is just and right and correct and fair based on all of your experience, not just from your qualification, but also from your life experience, your your zone of genius, your your knowledge, your assumed knowledge. Hey, Judith, um, thanks for letting me know you're on. 
you know, all of those types of things. So I guess where I'm going is like credibility, almost like it, it's, it's kind of, you can't buy credibility, right? Particularly in the day and age where I was reading, a friend of mine wrote an article, it was posted on LinkedIn about why refer, uh, referees on, she's a recruiter, and she wrote this article about why uh, job references or references on a resume are they, like they're worthless these days. And I actually, I, I pretty much completely agree. It's like testimonials these days can be really lovely, but they can be bought. You can go to Fiverr or some other organization and put out a, um, a request for someone to do a video or an audio or write something recommending you. You know, I mean, if you're going to do that, then, you know, you're a piece of crap, basically, and you, should, you don't deserve to get any clients because that's just rude and inauthentic and fucking disrespectful, actually, to the whole industry that you might be a part of. But aside from that, you know, in, in, in a world where, you know, anything can nearly be bought, credibility doesn't come from an external source. Credibility comes from within. Authenticity comes from within. And it's you showing up. It's you being visible. You putting yourself out there. You communicating in a way that is um, connective, inspiring, motivating, educational, um, it, that in a way that moves people. That is the thing that is going to cut through the noise. And then the opinions of anybody else doesn't even freaking matter because the only opinion that really matters is yours of your own stuff and and maybe sometimes that of your clients sometimes depending on the situation but really like you'll find that people will love you or they won't and that's great that's fine in fact i encourage a polarize help people to really connect with you or not connect with you because the people who won't connect with you they can go find someone else and that's great the people who do connect with you and who love you will hang around and they will just love the shit out of you for as long as they can and do. So that's that. Um, okay, gosh, I feel like we're on a roll today. The other thing that I wanted to chat about, thanks, Bonnie, it is really true. I completely agree, obviously, because I've just said it all. Um, getting your stuff in front of people. Okay, so... There was a comment made uh, about how, so this, this particular person said, I'm really angry and frustrated with Facebook because they're not showing, it's not showing my stuff to my people. And you know, there's only a few people have seen it or this, that, and the other. And so what I wanted to remind you all of today, and then we'll wrap this up, if you've got any other questions that you want answered uh, about marketing, visibility, content, anything like that, make sure you let me know because I'll um, make sure that I get onto that tomorrow for you. But meanwhile, this whole thing around people seeing your stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily equate to money. So what I mean by that is that you might have 500 people that follow your page. You might have uh, a few people that actually watch your stuff, that is great because the things then that you can make and create are going to be so specific for those people, right? The live streams that you do are really going to talk into their hearts and minds and souls. You'll, you'll be able to light them up or, or not, like you might polarize them and that's great because that creates a space for new people to come in. So 
you will find that when you're posting content, it's not about, I don't want you to look at the visible engagement. Don't measure the likes, don't measure the views, don't measure the people who are on your live stream because we don't know who is going to look at your stuff or watch your stuff from between now when you do it and any time in the future. Like I know that this particular video, so this is on the 26th of June, 2019. I'd be really curious for those of you who are watching live right now, I'd be really curious to hear and, and get some comments around, you know, when it is that you're actually listening to this. Because I know that I've got people who look at some of my videos from five years ago that will message me or comment on a video in YouTube or whatever, find me somehow and like, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. And I'm like, fuck, that was like five years old. <laughs> but you know, I am here to serve, it's awesome. So your content is almost like a, it exists, the content you create today exists in the future, right? It is not disposable. It's not like a coffee where you drink it today and then it's, you know, it's gone or you, you, you don't drink it today and then it's gone. It's not available tomorrow because it'll probably go off or do something that's not very, it won't be nice to drink tomorrow. But your content exists forever. And so the message that somebody that you felt like you had to say today might actually hit someone at some, well, it will hit someone at some point in time in the future and change their life. It'll change their thinking. It'll help inspire or motivate them. It'll help them to feel like they're not alone. So your job every day is to show up and not be worried about the visible engagement. Now, yes, there is a financial consideration and I know that you all are in business and you all need to make money and you all need to make a return on investment. So your job is to make sure you're showing up and that you're actively selling something every day. You know, whether it's on a live stream, whether it's via email, whether it's by going to markets, whether it's by asking for a referral, whether it's by like whatever the heck it is, your job is to make sure that people know how to buy from you. Now, I don't have anything that you can buy from me today unless you want to buy a book or a, or a content map, which you can find on my website. I'm not, I don't yet, there's some stuff coming, which I'm just so freaking excited about, um, but it's not here yet. So that's okay, because I know that when it does come through, it'll come through and some people will love it and some people won't and you know, that's great. But don't worry about the visible engagement. Um, and then the other part, like we've had a lot of people watching live today and I know that a lot of you, and it's like, you can see it in the comments, right? There are not very many comments. I don't usually get a lot of comments on my stuff, which, you know, we need to change that guys. Cause I really love the external validation. <laughs> give me the love, give me the comments. I really appreciate it. Uh, but I know that I've had people like there's two people that I can think of maybe three people who have bought from me, like literally in the last seven days, even less than that, who said that they've been following me for ages, you know, years, in fact, one, maybe not years, but one, two of them definitely for years. And I'm like, I don't even know, like your name is not even familiar. I haven't seen it come up in a live stream. I haven't seen a click like, I haven't had an email. I haven't had a message from these people. It does not mean just because someone doesn't, doesn't click like, and just because people may not comment, it doesn't mean that they are not engaged or not listening or not connected, right? So I was watching a voice last night and there was something that Kelly said with one of the artists and I can't remember who it was. 
that she said, I felt like there was a connection, like we were connected. So she was able to articulate that to the contestant on stage. Again, can't remember who it was. And that doesn't mean that every other person in that audience that didn't clap or that they weren't able to say, oh, that was a really great performance. I really fucking loved it. Or that was really crap. I hated it. Or, you know, you made me cry. Or, you know, I just felt that with every, you know, every uh, goosebump over my whole entire body. It doesn't mean it didn't work. It doesn't mean that they weren't connecting. It just means that, that that person on that stage didn't get the external feedback or their external validation straight into their ears or straight on their screen that other people have connected. So think of social media in the same way, right? It's your job to show up, share your message, do the thing and trust every day we have to trust that whatever it is that's being said today is the message that needs to be said and then your job is done, right? Your job is done. Because the content you create today uh, is also going to be listened to and and consumed in the future. It, it it it's just what happens. So that's that. I think that's all I needed to share with you today. Let me look. Getting your stuff in front of people that ties with that. Just be consistent. Keep putting it out there. Make sure you're sharing your message. Make sure you let people know how they can buy from you. As I said, you can't buy anything from me today unless you want to go to the website and buy a book. Um, I've chatted about what's coming up, been coming up in the 30-day challenge, people. And I'm really excited to talk with you over the next few weeks as well about, about all of this too and what they're noticing. The big thing is that they're all being way more productive. They are all so focused um, and getting a lot more done than what they would have been. And it's not just the 6 a.m. wake-up call and one lady gets up at 4 a.m. Um, it's not just about the 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 more time in the day availability it's about this just you know focus relentless focus on getting done what needs to get done and and to the exclusion of, of everything else in that moment just really being like focused uh and we've talked about dealing with other people's opinions so that is the coffee run for today i trust that that has been that that has been helpful uh the thing that I really want to remind you of is that you're awesome, you're amazing, you're a total badass, that the world is ready for your brand of awesome and there is no better time than now to get yourself out there, help some people and just be just be visible, baby, and, and make massive change. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're welcome, Judith. See ya. Have a great day.